You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Time once again for the Built by Bama online podcast. This one as we inch closer to Alabama's annual meeting with the Tennessee Vols on the third Saturday in October. Travis Ryder, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com. And it is a pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Hank South, Recruiting Analyst for us there at BOL. Hank, it's been a few weeks, but uh, between a bye week, Alabama being on the road at Texas A&M last weekend, not a lot to talk about in terms of visitors to Tuscaloosa. But man, when you talk about Tennessee this weekend, Arkansas the following weekend, the bye week, and then what could be an all-time sort of recruiting showcase for the Crimson Tide with LSU uh, out there on November the 9th. Business, as Jim Ross in WWE circles like to say, is about up, I guess, my friend. Uh, absolutely. This is kind of that stretch we've been, you know, looking looking towards uh, since September. You know, obviously they had they had a few home games in, in the month of September. They weren't huge recruiting turnouts um, as to be expected. Uh, we we kind of saw them get a little bit bigger each, each home game as each uh, as each one came. But uh, no, it's going to starting this weekend, it's going to especially with the night games, you know, you have to kind of take that into consideration, too. Um, you know, recruits aren't always uh the best at showing up to 11 a.m kickoffs and and, you know if they have until 8 p.m you know i think they can make it over so i think you know as we move on as we get to tennessee as we get to arkansas and then of course lsu it's just going to keep uh you know snowballing into what should be a pretty massive recruiting event um for the lsu tigers here in a few weeks so uh you know it's going to be a a very busy stretch um obviously you know alabama it hasn't been a ton of news until this week um alabama got a commitment uh but you know as as we kind of draw closer to the early signing period with these remaining few home games um it's going to get pretty busy you touched on it jamil burrows a defensive lineman from the state of georgia powder springs georgia mckeetron high school i guess previously committed to the university of georgia backed off that commitment to kirby smart uh tell us what is alabama getting in the big defensive lineman from the peach state yeah you know this has been one that's been trending in alabama's direction for a while now even before he decommitted from georgia there there hasn't been a school he's visited more uh than than alabama since since the start of 2019 i think i think he's been five times including both both champions cookouts over the summer so that kind of gave you a little bit of an indicator of where things were sitting with him but uh you know jamil burrows really impressive player um he's he's a guy that's not the highest rated of, of defensive lineman you know early on in his recruitment he he had a he had a, I think he was a top 100 player. Um, he put on a little bit of bad weight um, somewhere in between there and, and kind of dipped in the rankings a bit. But he's kind of you know reshaped himself a little bit here um, ahead of his senior season. Um, he's had a pretty good year so far for McEachin. I think he has uh, uh, in six games he, he has I think five sacks, five or six sacks. Um, so you know he's doing well. Uh, we talked to his head coach over at McEachin, which is a, a powerhouse program in the state of Georgia. Um, you know he couldn't say enough good things about him. You know he's six two just. A, just a little over uh 300 pounds um really strong flexible kid um and moves really well for for the guy that size if you, if you turn on his tape he's he's pretty impressive uh we got a chance to see him at the opening finals and we'll get to see him again at the all-american bowl in january but 
one of these guys, you know, that that's going to really benefit from the strength and conditioning program once he gets to the next level, gets in there with Scott Cochran. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's a lot to like about him, a lot of upside. So uh, a, a big time get from the state of Georgia. It's always it's always good um, uh, perception wise to, to get one out of Kirby Smart's backyard. Um, and, and, you know, I know, I know Alabama's happy with it. Yeah, I guess that puts Alabama at four true defensive linemen. For the class of 2020 and talking about commitments, I know in our database it shows up as six, but I think a couple of those guys, Will Anderson um, and also Chris Braswell, Alabama's top-rated mm-hmm. commitment to this point, they're, they're, they're more Jack linebacker types, right? Yeah, you know, especially Chris Braswell. I, I think Will Anderson is, is probably, you know, he, he can certainly play Jack linebacker, but I, I think he's maybe a guy that's going to aim more towards defensive end but you know we'll see you know they have some really talented edge guys that they can do a lot of stuff with i feel like every podcast when we talk recruiting we're talking about these versatile players and uh i actually did a story on bama online uh yesterday after jameel burrows committed just kind of giving an outlook for uh what's next at the defensive line and kind of where the staff is turning and if you kind of look at it you know they have four guys four defensive tackles guys rated as defensive tackles in the class of jason jones jamarian latham uh tim smith and jameel burrows now but if you look at a guy like Jason Jones, he's a guy that could play offensive line. Uh, Jamarian Latham, too, you know, we, we caught up with his high school coach um, a couple weeks ago, and he actually thinks he's going to end up on the offensive line down the road. So they have these guys that, you know, they're being recruited as defensive linemen, but uh, can certainly, you know, if they need to down the road, switch sides of the ball. And, you know, that just adds value to, uh, you know, to their, to, that just adds, you know, value to overall what they bring to the table. Yeah, it's a it's a, an impressive group, but in some ways. I think similar, and we'll see because you never know where where contributions are going to come from from young players. I think this time a year ago, a lot of people were looking at DJ Dale, right, and thinking, well, you know, this is a guy, even though he's going to come in early, probably going to redshirt next year. Mm -hmm. And here he is, you know, a day one starter, essentially. So you got to be a little careful, I guess, in sort of making, uh, having some preconceived notions uh, with some of these guys. But I think Alabama on that defensive line for this class, uh, excuse me, Hank, um, (laughs) is similar similar to the offensive line in some ways in that there's really not, there shouldn't be a rush on on these guys, these big guys coming in to make immediate contributions if they do great. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe it'll work out that way that Burroughs is one of those players. Now, when we look at this class as it sits right now, Hank, at, uh, I guess, 23 commitments again. It's been a little bit of a coming and going there uh, with the the commitment list. Uh, Talk about how this sets up now with Burroughs coming in and and what you project and sort of foresee as what's still out there for this class. Yeah, you know, there's still, you know, with the limited spots, there's still several uh, storylines to watch, especially still on the defensive line. There, there's several players still out there. There's a story up on BamaOnline.com right now about all the options. That's probably the position that kind of has as many, you know, twists and turns to come as far as how that could could wrap up. Um, you know, I, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think tight end is probably kind of the uh, biggest need remaining as far as, you know, just, just – um, finishing strong there with, with a guy like Eric Gilbert out there. Um, there's some other tight end targets. They're still recruiting as well, but that's kind of been the main guy they've been going after the number one tight end in the country out of Georgia. Um, things seem to be trending in, in Bama's direction there. Um, the crystal ball is kind of swaying towards Bama for him. And, and uh, he's coming back for a game 
here in the next few weeks as well. So that's certainly a position to watch. Um, the running back position is getting a little bit interesting. You know, we, we see Bama have, they have two running backs in the class, um, Kyle Edwards and Roydell Williams, two big time players that are having really good senior seasons. Um, but you know, as of late, it's kind of, uh, there, there's been some more buzz about whether Bama will take three backs. Um, obviously there's Zach Evans, there's, uh, Jace McClellan, two five-star backs out of Texas, um, and a new name that's kind of surfaced here in the last couple of weeks, Jameer Gibbs, who's a, a, a four-star back that's committed to Georgia Tech out of the state of Georgia, um, Dalton, Georgia, that's having just an insane senior season. Uh, if you go check out his huddle tape, uh, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But he's a guy that's kind of on Bama's radar now. They're going to watch him this weekend, and then he'll be on campus for an unofficial visit. So that's kind of a new name to throw in the mix there running back. Uh, moving along wide receiver, obviously, you know, Bryce Young needs his weapons. He's got three guys committed right now. They're looking to finish strong there with at least one more of these um, elite pass catcher types. Um, we've talked about defensive line linebacker. That's kind of narrowed down a lot. Uh, Philip Webb seems to be the main priority at this point in time, the, the top 50 linebacker out of Georgia. And then defensive back has kind of narrowed down a little bit also uh, with kind of Nadab Joseph really being the main guy we've been talking about as of late as far as a, a potential addition so you know this in, in my time covering recruiting um since i think 2016 was my first full class um this is kind of the, the most narrowed down it's been at this point in the recruiting cycle that i can remember um so you know the, there are only there are only a few spots left but you know the, there there's still several storylines but yeah there it is narrowing down significantly Let's talk about the upcoming weekend with Tennessee coming to Tuscaloosa and the recruits that that game will attract from the Alabama side of things. Uh, give us a rundown of official visitors. Doesn't look like a, a big weekend, I guess, for official visitors, maybe a couple of committed prospects. And then unofficial visitors of note, not just for the 2020 class, but I guess Drake May, the 2021 quarterback commitment, uh, is set to make his way to Tuscaloosa based on your running tally. Hank has his running tally. If you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> go to the uh, go to the BamaOnline.com roundtable right now. He's got an early preview thread for Alabama, Tennessee, and he's kept this thing updated throughout the week. But talk about that a little bit. Official visitors and maybe some unofficial visitors of note, not just for 2020, uh, but certainly 2021, maybe even 2022. Yeah, um, Bama's expecting two official visitors, um, two guys committed already, Jackson Bratton and Will Anderson. Uh, those, uh, I believe Will Anderson's on a bye week, and then Jackson has a game tomorrow, and and we'll head over afterwards. So uh, two official visits there, um, and then you know, yeah, the, the I, I guess the biggest storyline this weekend, at least th at this point, you know, there, there's some there's some things we're watching ahead of the weekend, and I'll, I'll get to that. But uh, the biggest storyline is, is the number of commitments coming back, in my opinion. Uh, you know, it's always important to get the guys you have in your class back on campus as many times as you can. Um, and so, you know, getting getting them in for this kind of environment, this kind of atmosphere is important uh, with a guy like Drew Sanders, uh, the five-star future outside linebacker that's currently rated as an athlete. He's coming out um, this weekend. He's actually has a game tonight or on Thursday night. Um, so, uh, he'll he'll have a chance to get over to Tuscaloosa with plenty of time to spare. Um, Demoy Kennedy, Javon Baker, um, and then kind of what I hinted at earlier, Damian George, the the three star Alabama commit, the offensive lineman from North Shore out in Houston. Uh, he's expected in, and 
you know, that that's kind of left a lot of people wondering whether or not Zach Evans will make it out. There's been some buzz about him, whether or not he'll visit. Um, and that kind of remains to be seen. You know, everyone we've talked to has kind of said, you know, not sure, maybe, um, obviously with Damian coming out, Damian's going to try to get him to come with him, but you know, we've seen Zach be expected at Georgia. He's been expected at LSU. He's been expected some other places and he hasn't showed up yet this season. So that's another storyline we're watching, um, this weekend ahead of the Tennessee game. And then, like you said, uh, yeah, a lot of underclassmen expected. And this might be kind of a theme we see um, with the rest of the games this season with the limited spots remaining in the class and kind of the narrowed down recruiting board. It's given Alabama an opportunity to kind of get started on his 2021 class a little bit more than maybe it would would have in the past. And that's kind of a, you know, a byproduct of the early signing period as well. You know, you wrap things up. Um, early and you get a chance to kind of get a head start on your on your uh, future classes so obviously Drake May will be in town you know he'll be talking to some guys Tim Keenan the four-star defensive tackle from Birmingham um, a local guy Kamari Lassiter the the three-star athlete from American Christian Academy yeah. in Tuscaloosa he, he's expected in and he's been several times he got an offer over over the summer um, and he's a guy that that's kind of you know his his stock is is rising up pretty high. So a um, lot of names. Um, you know this list is going to keep growing ahead of Saturday, but it, it should be a pretty big weekend. Yeah, you're going to want to keep up with that thread that Hank has going right now on the roundtable at BamaOnline.com. That early preview thread, Alabama Tennessee visitor list, uh, because as we know, everything in recruiting, like just about everything else in life, subject. Uh, to change. <laughs> now, we're going to have the, the big LED light show finally at Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's going to be you know, something along the lines of, I, I think, closing counters of the third kind. I'm a little older than you, Hank. You, 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 I don't know. Maybe you've seen that. That's a it's an old one, that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, it. I, I know about it. I haven't seen it. I, I probably should get on that and watch that. And, and, if, and if, if Zach Evans shows up, I think it'll be appropriate because it'll be like a UFO sighting, right? Because just about everywhere this guy is supposed to go and people are kind of expecting to see him in places, they, they that hasn't really been the case, I guess, so far this season. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Yeah, you know, he he's kind of and, and I will say, you know, uh Zach obviously plays at North Shore High School. That's a that's one of the premier programs in the country, really. Uh and, and they do they do film on Saturday morning. So it kind of all, you know, whether he can get to places or not kind of depends on whether they're doing film or, you know, how the night before went. Um so, you I know, mean, that that's something certainly to watch and, you know, plans like I mean, it's recruiting. Plans change all the time. You know, he he's been to all these schools a number of times. Um, so it's, it's not a huge shock, um, especially when it's not an official visit, you know, he, he's paying his own way to get out to these places. So if plans fall three, it's, it's, it's not a huge surprise, but yeah, you know, if he does show up that, that will be, that'll be a pretty big visit because I think, uh, I might be wrong on this. I think he's only been to Texas A&M for a game so far this year. So, uh, you know, that, that'll be something to watch for sure. Um, let's talk about, uh, you know, some of these guys in terms of, uh, that are committed to Alabama, as we typically do when you join us here on the Built by Bama online podcast. 
some of these guys that are committed to Alabama right now, but perhaps there's, I wouldn't say some wavering going on, but maybe they're being uh, recruited still at a, at a tenacious type level by other programs. Are there a couple of three guys that are committed to Alabama right now that you keep your eye on maybe uh, a little more specifically than some of the other commitments in terms of the viability of them perhaps being coaxed or ended up ending up somewhere else? There are a few, and, and I will say th- this class for the most part is, is pretty firm. You know, there's not a lot of drama that we've kind of seen in, in recent cycles, and I'm going to knock on wood while I'm saying that because it's probably going to ruin the rest of my free time with, with trying to cover these guys taking visits because all are going to fire back on me. But uh, uh no, I would say, you know, Timothy Smith, he's a guy that's uh, that's been visiting Florida. He's actually visited Florida three times since committing to Alabama, hasn't been back to Bama yet. Um, I say that, but at the same time, you know, from what I'm hearing from his camp is, is that he's solid. But at the same time, you, you got to have to you got to take into account those visits to Florida and not having been back to Tuscaloosa. So that that's something to watch. Um, Jason Jones is a guy. Was, yeah. I'm sorry, and you're, I know you're going to talk about Jason Jones, another defensive yeah. tackle. In, in this scenario, after you touch on Jones, does Burrow's commitment, do you think that factors into some of this potentially at the defensive line position, some of this, uh, the, the potential at least for some some shuffling there? I, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, they were higher on Burrow's before Timothy mm-hmm. Smith was in the class. So, you know, I think in a way, obviously, you like to have – Guys on board, you like to have that insurance policy, but I wouldn't consider Jamil Burroughs that they, they were they're pretty high on him as it was. So and, and like I said, you know, I, I think Timothy Smith is, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing and obviously, you know, this is recruiting. Uh, so it's always subject to, to change, but it, it's, he's pretty solid. You know, one person in his camp was saying he's all Alabama and, you know, visiting three Florida, Florida three times wouldn't really indicate that. But, uh, you know, he, he has visited. He went for their their big win over Auburn on with the game day there and he didn't flip and he's going to be back for the LSU game here in a few weeks in Tuscaloosa. So it looks like, you know, he's firm for right now. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, Jason Jones, he's, I think if you're looking at the commitment list, he's probably the guy most likely not to be in this class. Um, but I say that and, you know, crazier things have happened. I just think with Jason Jones, he's a guy that maybe Bama sees a future more on the offensive line for, and, and he's a guy that wants to play defensive line. And so, you know, does he look elsewhere at a school that's given him that opportunity? Um, like a Florida, like a Georgia Tech, like a Tennessee. He's been taking some visits. He's he's, uh, he's looking around. So I think there, there's a chance that that happens. If he does stick with Alabama, I, th- I think we see him probably play offensive line in the future. So um, that's another, you know, one of those things, you know, that's why Jamil Burris is, is in this class now, you know, if, if a guy like Jason Jones is going to flip sides of the ball. So that's kind of a, something to watch there. And then if I had to pick one more, you know, it, it'd probably be between either Jaquez Robinson or Damian George. Um, you know, Jaquez has been taking visits elsewhere. He's gone to Oklahoma. Um, he, I think he's going to South Carolina this weekend, um, for an official visit. And then Damian George, um, uh, as a guy that's kind of, He's still talking to Texas A&M, LSU, and so he's a guy to watch as well. So I, I think those are the main guys. But I, I think if there's one person you kind of had to keep the closest eye on, it would be Jason Jones at this point. Yeah, it's never over in recruiting until they're enrolled. Right. Uh, even when it's over, sometimes it's not over on the recruiting front. Maybe a Georgia Tech-Alabama swap of a couple <laughs> of commitments. What about that, potentially? You talked about Dibs. 
Jason Jones. What about, you know, the potential there for, for a swap there, maybe? It, it's possible. You know, uh, we, we've seen crazier things happen than that. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. You know, obviously with, with Jameer Gibbs, the Georgia Tech commit, Bama does need to offer him first. So that, that would be one yeah. uh, one thing that needs to happen there. But, you know, they're going to see him tomorrow night. Like I said, he's going to be in town this weekend. You know, if that offer comes, you know, we'll see. So, uh, you know, th- there's plenty. There's two months left until the early signing period. And, you know, there's always a few names we learn about in this stretch of time. Talking with Hank Sal, talking college football recruiting in relation to the Alabama Crimson Tide with Hank on the Built by Bama online podcast. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast anywhere uh, you you get your podcast, whether that's uh, iTunes, whether that's Megaphone, you name it. Uh, you can find us just about at any of the aggregation services out there in podcast land. Um, Hank, as we wind down here, I got to ask you about Bryce Young. Obviously, seismic, I would say, sort of the the reaction, the uh, the fallout from the commitment of the West Coast quarterback uh, to the Alabama Crimson Tide. What else has happened in, in relation to the young commitment since we last spoke? Is is it still kind of making waves around college football recruiting uh, and, and maybe some maybe some dividends that Alabama could still reap here in the future with young coming on board? Yeah, you know, I, I know Bama fans are still certainly excited about him, and, and he's expected back, or he's trying to make his way back uh, for the LSU game here in a few weeks. But, uh, you know, the, ever since he flipped, you know, there was already some buzz around Bama. But, uh, you know, it, it's guys guys want to play with Bryce Young. And, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as kind of comparing him to kind of that, that Tua aura about him where, where guys, uh, you know, he was kind of that – after the opening in 2016 that everyone was kind of jumping on board, Judy committed and uh, th- that whole kind of series of events. But um, he's certainly up there with, with kind of the, these charismatic guys that, that people are just kind of drawn to. And I think with, with Bryce young on board, um, I, I think it solidifies all three of the wide receiver commitments. Not that they were really wavering, but I think certainly with a guy like Trey Sean Holden, who's out on the West coast with Bryce. I, I think Bryce coming out to Alabama now keeps holding in the class or keeps him uh, firmer in his commitment. Um, obviously Javon Baker and Tyu Jones bell are, are firm too, but I, I think this is going to open the door on them getting an, another one of these elite wide receivers. Uh, you know, Xavier Henderson, Arian Smith, Rakeem Jarrett, his name has surfaced um, since Bryce young committed uh, the, the five-star LSU commit. And then of course, Kayshawn booty as well. So uh, th- there's some guys out there and I, I these, these guys want to, these receivers want to play with Bryce and, and they're certainly kind of taking notice of it. And, and I think it's going to pay off for Bama in the end. And then, you know, Eric Gilbert, we talked about him earlier. I, I, I even asked, I had a chance to interview Eric Gilbert a couple weeks ago. And I said that, you know, does having Bryce on board help? And he, he just said, yes, you know, he, he's taking notice of it. He knows that Bryce is going to uh, give him a better chance to get the ball. So, uh, you know, it's big, um, and especially getting him back on campus um, for for a big recruiting weekend like LSU won't just help in 2020, but you know, beyond 2021 and 2022 with some of these uh, some of these players. And I think the one thing that could potentially be something to watch with, with Bryce Young on board is how does this affect Drake May, the the quarterback yeah. commit they have for the the 2021 class and. Uh, you know, I, I think he's a guy that's on five star trajectory as well with the way he's played this season. Um, so far, when we've talked to him, when we've talked to his camp, you know, he, he knows he's coming into Alabama to compete. He knows he he has to uh, to kind of earn that spot. But 
at the same time, you know, he, he you know, he, he's taken into consideration Bama getting Bryce. So that's something to watch. I don't, I don't think anything's imminent with Drake May. I, I think he's he's very solid with Alabama right now. But, you know, that, that'll be something we're, we're going to need to be watching here a year from now. Is Eric Gilbert, is he going to Georgia this weekend, the five star tight end? He is. Uh, so this will be his fourth official visit. Um, he's had this one planned for a while. Uh, the, the, I guess, I guess they're playing Kentucky this weekend. Um, so, you know, we'll see if he takes a fifth. Um, he's, he's kind of, he kind of schedules visits as, as each week goes. The, the Georgia official was really the, one of the main dates he's had scheduled for a while. So he's following through and taking that. But, um, if he does take a fifth, uh, I think it would probably be to Clemson. Maybe Tennessee gets him on campus, but, um, he, he's expected back for, um, either the Arkansas or LSU game, uh, back in Tuscaloosa. Of course, he already took his official visit um, to Alabama back in June. So anything else he takes further will be an unofficial visit. Uh, before we let you go here, Hank, one last one. And we know LSU still three weeks off or so. Uh, and what a big weekend that's going to be here in Tuscaloosa. Can you give us a little taste? Are there a couple of targets still out there? I know you mentioned the wide receivers uh, just a second ago that both Alabama and LSU are very much involved with. Is that the extent of the battles between those two as we head down the stretch of this 2020 class, or is there another guy or two or target or two out there between these two? There's a few. Um, You know, obviously the two receiver commitments are Keem Jarrett and Keishon Booty, who will both be on campus at Alabama or expected to be on campus for the Arkansas game. So they're going to be there um, a couple weeks before LSU. So that'll be something to watch next weekend. But um, beyond those two guys, you know, Philip Webb, uh, the the top 50 linebacker uh, from, from Georgia, he's a guy that I think is an Alabama LSU battle right now. And, and Auburn's in there as well, but that'll certainly be a battle down the stretch. Uh, McKinley Jackson, the four-star defensive tackle from from Mississippi. He's actually a guy that was once committed to LSU early on in his recruitment. That uh, and then he backed off and and he's kind of reopened things. Obviously, um, Jacoby and Guillory, four-star defensive tackle. Uh, Jaqueline and Roy. So there's several um, several LSU Alabama battles, which you know is to be expected pretty much every cycle um, in in the Southeast. So uh, that that game, if, if it's one and two as we expect it to be, uh, that that's going to be that's going to be a big weekend, uh, probably the biggest recruiting weekend we've seen in a while. No doubt about it. Well, Hank, as always, great stuff here on the Built by Bama Online podcast. Always appreciate you taking the time. Thanks a lot. We'll do it again real soon. Thanks, Hank. No problem. Thanks, Trev. Hank South, recruiting analyst for us there at BamaOnline.com. Again, BamaOnline.com. That's where you need to be to follow all of Hank and Tim Watts and our team coverage as well. Charlie Potter, myself, Kirk McNair. We've got you covered start to finish, top to bottom. You name it. BamaOnline.com. Again, Hank South's recruiting thread for the upcoming weekend is a can't miss right now. Don't miss it. Early preview, Alabama-Tennessee visitor list. He's constantly updating that as we get you into the weekend. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Built by Bama online podcast. We'll do it again real soon. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. 
As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. 